Hello and welcome. I'm Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening in. As we continue to talk with leaders in our community, we welcome to the program an organization that has been helping people in the Seattle area with medical needs who cannot afford it, operating a free medical clinic each month. It's the Muslim Community Resource Center. Founder, founder and CEO Nikki Sheriff, Clinic Director Nehath Sheriff, and Executive Director of the Museum of the Muslim Community Resource Center, Kizer Sheriff. Welcome. Thanks for coming today. Thank you, Gary. Thank, Thank you, you, Gary, for, for having, having us. us. Yeah, and so you're all named Sheriff. Uh, <laughs> a family <laughs> affair here today, but you guys don't by yourselves run the Muslim Resource Center, right? We run as a family and a community. Yeah, I mean, so this is based out of, this is part of uh, the uh, maps, right? The Muslim Association of Puget Sound yeah. is all the Muslims, like a, it's a I don't know, coalition. Describe that if you can yeah. for our folks. Um, we'll start with some basics, I guess. Sure. Um, so the Muslim Community Resource Center really um, is a platform that brings all of the Muslim organization in the greater Seattle area on a platform to serve humanity. So while we are associated with the Muslim Association of Puget Sound Maps, which is the largest mosque in the in the area, uh, we run their all of their humanitarian, social and humanitarian programs. Uh, we are the channel for what they call the outbound good for, for serving the community. But while we are associated with MAPS, the Muslim Association of Puget Sound, we are, again, as I said, a platform that brings everyone together uh, to serve humanity, all of the Muslim organizations together to serve humanity. We have over 300 volunteers who come from Various mosques, various um, you know Islamic institutions from all across Puget Sound. Um, you know, everyone comes together on a platform to do good. Yeah, and so the Muslim Community Resource Center. We're going to shorten it today to say MCRC. MCRC. Yeah, MCRC. MCRC. Uh, you guys call it that's so why I'm going to call it that. In Redmond, right? Is this where the main? I don't yes, know. Is it our, an office? But yes, our office is located in Redmond Together Center. Uh, the reason we have that office uh, in Redmond Together Center is because uh, of uh, the convenience for our clients. The bus uh, uh, stop and terminal is really close to the office, so it's uh, easy for our clients to come and uh, get some help. Yeah, if I can add to that, so while we have a physical location at the Redmond Together Center, which is uh, right on Northeast 87th, very close to the Redmond Transit Center, uh, we operate virtually too. We work with, we have, look, we can meet our clients wherever they are, whether it's at a mosque or, you know, in South Seattle, wherever they are, we can go meet them, right? So so while we have a physical office in Redmond, we, we operate virtually and, you know, we are able to connect to people who have needs anywhere in the and, Puget Sound area. And maybe people are thinking, oh, well, this is for the Muslim community of the area. You guys serve everybody, right? That's right. Actually, more than 70% of our clients are non-Muslims. Are non-Muslims, yeah. That yes. makes sense. That's what kind of the population of the area is, and so that's who you reach. Absolutely. That's right, yeah. yes. People are in need in all kinds of places. You're centered at Redmond. I like how you said you, you kind of meet them wherever they are. Yes. And sometimes you even bring them to you, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I want to get to the, the medical clinic aspect sure. of what you do, but I'd kind of also like to cover some of the, I don't know, the bigger umbrella things that the MCRC does, right? You have several programs, right, Kisser? That's right. Um, so our programs you know, um, cover a whole suite of areas, right? We have a comprehensive portfolio of services that range from, you know, providing meals, uh, we're providing shelter, Right. For example, we serve over 300 meals each month at various shelters here on the east side. 
Uh, we have programs where people, we actually offer food and gas cards to our clients. We are one of the few organizations registered on the King County Emergency 211 hotline, so we get a lot of referrals from clients that call the hotline and ask, looking for either food or gas cards or transportation cards. They can come to our office. We, we get that up. We um, we'd have a strong program for our refugee services. Uh, we have a lot of refugees in our area, and we have a program that caters to them. We it's a program. One of the programs under refugee uh, assimilation is something we call Adopt a Family, where we try to match a local family with um, a, a, a refugee family that allows them to you know get mentorship and 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 allows them uh, allows the assimilation to happen happen faster. Yeah. Uh, we run our own furniture warehouse, right, where people can come and it it started initially for refugees where you know when they're moving into a new house they need to get furniture, uh, linen, pots and pans, all of that stuff. So we have our own furniture warehouse, but now the furniture warehouse is now open to anyone, right, who can they can come to our furniture warehouse. We accept donations and people who need to, you know, people who have who have a need can come and, you know, pick pick whatever they want from our furniture warehouse. Uh, we also offer, we all run um, three, uh, we, this year we started a shelter for single women. Uh, we have three locations right now, and we are rapidly going to be expanding in Seattle too and open up another shelter. We partner with organizations like the Sophia Way to provide this case management as well as, you know, uh, uh, space for single women. Um, it's, trans it's transitional housing. Um, addition, in addition to that, we have a strong program that we're going to hear about around the free, free medical clinic. We'll let Nihat, who's our medical clinic director, describe that. We also run a legal clinic, a uh, free legal clinic in association with the King County Bar Association, as well as the uh, Middle Eastern Law Association. So, um, and then we have a program for senior women. So we have a comprehensive set of services. What we've really found is that when people come step into our door and ask for a service, you know, for example, if they're hungry, we find that hunger is just a small symptom of a larger problem. So we, through MCRC, because of our portfolio of interconnected services, are able to refer them, provide them help, you know, either ourselves or we refer them to our network of partners um, out there so we can provide them with comprehensive set of services. Well, that is just beautiful, and I'm glad you guys recognize that because people who are in a bad way in one form or another, <laughs> they're in a bad way for some other reason and, and in other ways too, or one, or it's a spiral. One a bad health condition leads them down the road to something else or <laughs> or no being in poverty or out of work leads them to bad health or not being able to speak the language gets them in legal trouble with their immigration status. I mean, wow, I mean, that's just awesome that you guys have done this. And then uh, Nikki, so at one point you looked around and said, gee, we need to do some medical work too. I mean, is that, you considered yourself the founder and CEO of this free medical clinic. What did you see or maybe what did you not see that said, oh, here's one more step we have to take? Uh, we realized that uh, there was a big need uh, for people who come from uh, these uh, different cultural places uh, uh, because uh, when we see that the healthcare uh, system is actually, uh, you know, it's not, uh, going anywhere these days and uh, we realize especially people who come uh, they come with a lot of uh, not only like uh, uh, what do you call this uh, the trauma and uh, also uh, they have to uh, like uh, they, they are from low income families right you know and they need to know where to go and uh, the healthcare uh, premium is so high they cannot afford it 
uh, you know, so we thought, why don't we come up with something? We've been trying to do this for several years, but uh, when Nehat said she was going to get into like a medical field and want to become a doctor, so uh, we decided to like give the young generation an opportunity to build up something for the future. And so uh, we encourage uh, the young youth, such as Nihat, uh, and uh, to, uh, to come up with something uh, which is beneficial to our uh, uh, society. So actually, the uh, healthcare clinic which we run is uh, run by a young professional group. So it is very impressive. And so, Nihat, so this has part of been bubbling under then in your family as you had been growing in interest in medicine and mm -hmm. you guys saw the need in, on the, well, at least on the east side, but really in the whole Puget Sound area for more medical access. They said, well, a medical clinic is what we need. What, what Describe, if you can, Nihat, the, what this med free medical clinic is. It's monthly, I guess I'll start us there, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, the MAPS MCRC clinic runs once a month um, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Um, and um, currently it is only once a month, unfortunately, but we're working on that. Um, so how it started is um, after graduating from the University of Washington I, um, with a degree in public health, I had um, kind of seen how community health clinics had worked just, um, just from my thesis and from like volunteering. Right. Um, and then when we decided to open up a medical clinic in Redmond, um, the first thing we had to do was kind of understand the demographics that we might be seeing. Um, so looking back on the surface, everything seemed to be okay. But once you delve into the community and you realize like what the needs are, um, you realize the importance of like medical care. Um, so one thing that MCRC does a really good job of is addressing all of the social determinants of health. So making sure that we understand where pers where persons come from like their race ethnicity socioeconomic status and then um, and then from there being able to address um, their medical needs comprehensively um, so what we do is we provide um, primary care services as well as um, specialty services at our clinic um, we provide wellness exams we provide um, um, we provide um, we had vaccinations um, we have um, a cardiologist, we have an endocrinologist, um, and a wide variety of other services for all of our patients to access. Wow, so not just uh, a checkup, mm -hmm. and not just like, I don't know, somebody might use this like as an emergency room. Oh, I think I have, you know, this sprained ankle for six weeks, and I've never, I can't afford to go to a doctor and have that looked at. Mm -hmm. But you said specialists, so... Wow, heart specialist, endocrinologist, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. who, are, who are these people? Are these doctors, nurses, volunteers? Yeah. Or what? Um, so one of the noteworthy aspects of our clinic is that it's 100% volunteer run. So all of our physicians are volunteers, our nurses, our staff, completely volunteer run. Not doctors and nurses mm -hmm. volunteer their time? Yeah, volunteer, they volunteer their time on Sunday for four or five hours, and they're there. And we're able to provide um, care for our patients. And, and so then an initial, so then can you refer them? Can, how, how much can you treat somebody, I guess I want to say, if then mm -hmm. you look at someone and say, wow, you, you have, you know, you need to have your lungs looked at or something, <laughs> you know, or you need an x-ray, or can you refer them and help them cause, mm -hmm. with the cost? Because that's why they didn't go to a, uh, a medical facility in the first place. Yeah, so um, one of the notable aspects of our clinic is that our physicians are um, connected to a wide um, network of um, clinics around the area. 
Uh, and we ourselves are part of um, the Washington Healthcare Access Alliance. Oh, good. So we have, we have um, a set of community clinics that are open, like throughout the throughout the week, month, whenever patients need it. So you're co- sort of connected to a network of other mm-hmm. facilities. You can refer them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And our do- doctors can refer them to their own own practices Excellent. if they have the capability. And so. This is on the east side in Redmond, mm-hmm. usually the third Sunday of every month, right? Is that yeah. right? Yeah. And, but people have to get there? I mm-hmm. mean, that's tough. But you said you're located near a yes, transit so, yes, line. So, but some t- you have a van, too, right? Yeah. I mean, you will go to like a tent city and help yeah. people, right? Yes. If we have uh, some pa- um, patients uh, or our clients coming from uh, probably uh, South Seattle or uh, Renton or Kent area, we uh, we send them, provide them the van to come to our services. What a great touch. <coughs> I don't think I've ever heard of that before. Yeah, <laughs> and, and also we try to, um, you know, because a lot of our people who come in may look for a medical clinic, plus also they, they might need to access lawyers. So we try to uh, combine the medical and legal clinic to happen on the same day. So typically, you know, we send out our buses. So if people want to come in, uh, for our medical clinic, they come in the morning, you know, see the doctor, we provide them lunch, and then in the afternoon they get to see the lawyers, right? Wow. We run the legal clinic, right? So they get to see the lawyer, and then we, we, we are able to send them back home. So, um, so again, uh, getting back to the comprehensive and interconnected services, we are able to provide you know, com- a comprehensive set of services. Well, that, that's really great. Um, we're talking this morning about the Muslim Association of Puget Sound and the Muslim Community Resource Center, which is a platform for them, and specifically under that, the medical free medical clinic run once a month. We're talking with Nehath Sheriff, Kizer Sheriff, and Nikki Sheriff. Um, I guess we should, now we've got people intrigued, right? They want to find out more about it. Online is a good place, right? Mm-hmm. And write this down, folks. It's Seattle. Org. And, of course, MCRC stands for Muslim Community Resource Center, mcrcseattle.org. I should, that's easy to remember. Yes. And, uh, and easy, really, I just did a Google search and looked it up and found it pretty easily <laughs> myself. And a phone number, the good old phone, right? People can call and ask some questions, 1-888-404-6272. And if people just took up their pencils, I'll say it again, one 888 Four zero four six two seven two. You also have a I don't know Facebook presence and online yes. like that. Yes, yes we, we do. do have. Oh, great. Um, so our clinic can be found at um, Maps MCRC Clinic um, on Facebook. Um, I, I guess I want to talk about um, the levels. Of, so you sort of scratched at this. Let's mm-hmm. let's dig down. So what happens if somebody you do find? Man, this guy's not only <laughs> needs uh, real health. Uh, you know, he's got. I don't know, a variety of things. You might say he's sick with, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the flu or even more, or maybe it's hepatitis or maybe a doctor says, your teeth are falling out. I mean, what can <laughs> you do? I don't know what happens <laughs> if somebody really needs real help and then can you follow them up and find out? Yeah. Um, so this actually happened a few months ago. Um, a patient contacted us and he had um, suffered from severe skull injuries and he, um, and he had a variety of like dental issues. Um, and so we didn't know what to do because our clinic is designed for patients to come in um, once a day, get a general exam, and then leave, um, and then come back the next month, of course, yeah, for a follow-up. <clears throat> that can be a long time, depending on the yeah. condition someone's found um, out. So one of the things that we've done is we've actually um, been able to partner with Swedish 
a Swedish hospital. Um, and we work closely with them in referring our patients to them. Um, such cases, like really um, cases that need like consistent follow-up, we refer, it to, we refer them to Swedish hospital. Um, another thing that um, we are hopefully trying to do is establish a partnership with um, Swedish's re- Family Medicine Residency Program. And so we'll have family me- medicine residents rotating through our, um, through our cl- clinic. Um, and then we'll be able to establish a full-time medical clinic from there. So what's that? So that sounds like you're hinting at you want to grow this even more, yeah. right? Yes. Definitely. So uh, that's our goal uh, for 2019. Uh, by this time next year, we want to have a full-time clinic. So we are working towards it, and hopefully we should have, yeah. and we'll be able to serve more people on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, we, yeah. Are, we are seeing increased demand. I mean, we have, uh, I mean, we, we have a lot of patients that come in that want appointments and unfortunately based on availability because of the four hour window, we are not able to serve, serve them, right? So we are seeing increased demand. Our doctors who volunteer with us really are encouraging us to really think about a full, uh, full-time full um, medical clinic and we're working on that, right? This will be attached to a mask and we'll be providing free care um, or care on a sliding <coughs> scale to people in need. People can just walk in and get their assistance. So this will have even dental uh and vision services and vision services uh, on day-to-day basis. Wow, that's that's great. Um, well, what does it take to run that? I mean, now I'm going to talk money too. I mean, yeah, <laughs> people are volunteering, but that must cost some dough, yeah. right? I mean, yes. does do you look do you need donations to keep this kind yes. of operation going? Because especially if I heard you say we serve lunch, there must be a lot of sort of wraparound yeah. things going on that yeah. people spend money on, and right, right, yeah. So, yeah, that's right. Absolutely right. I mean, today the clinic runs, and actually all of MCRC runs completely on donations. Really, right? yeah. Um, so people donate, um, um, and because they realize we are serving humanity, so we've been, we live in a very generous community. Uh, both Muslims and non-Muslims have, you know, written, donated to, to our different causes, whether it's a meals program, refugee programs, so the medical clinic, Absolutely, you know, we welcome donations. So, you know, again, on our website, mcrcseattle.org, we have donation buttons for different categories. So if listeners would be interested in donating, absolutely, we welcome donations. That's number one. And um, number two, um, the other thing I want to highlight is that we are an organization that's rapidly growing. We only have one full-time staff. Right, everything is run as Nihat and Nikhat said. Everyone is volunteers, right? We have only one full-time staff, so our overheads are really low. But the flip side of that is because our scale of services is growing, demand is growing, so we keep our <laughs> full-time case manager really busy. <laughs> so we, we want, so we want to add additional capacity there. So, so we definitely are uh, thinking of, you know, how do we scale up, right? Um, um, we have applied for some some, uh, some grants from the east side cities. We are looking forward to hearing from, from the cities about, about that. But today, I mean, all of our funding is coming from, you know, a local community, Muslims and non-Muslims. Some churches have been very uh, generous and, you know, provided us with support. Um, but, you know, today, like everything is runs on community contributions. Yeah, so Kizer, as you're talking, I'm thinking you must, the whole community there must in, in, accept this as a need and necessary, but you also, the com- isn't the economy doing better and doesn't yeah. isn't there free health care now? I mean, people are, are it, it yeah. sort of turns us around when we stop and think things are not really better for a lot of people, yeah. is it? I mean, on the east side and like you said, you have to send a van out and a yeah. bus out 
to, to yeah. help the people that need it. Yeah, yeah that's uh, one of the things that we work really hard on is to make people aware that there is a there is there are people sleeping under tarps in the east side, right under the shadow of high tech companies here, right? Um, and when we started saying there are kids in Bellevue schools who are going hungry, and we tell the people about that, they said, really? It's happening on the east side? We don't believe it. But then we try to take them to one of our programs where we actually are serving meals at a shelter or at a tent city, and they realize, and it's an eye-opener for them, right? Well, so, Yes, I mean, there just, are shelters on the east side for I mean, homeless right. people and tent cities yeah. on the east that's side right. up and down. I mean, you're right. I mean, we haven't figured this out yet, have we? No, no, no. Yeah, and unfortunately people, you know, tend sometimes tend to live in a bubble. They don't realize, they think everyone is happy and everyone's works intact. But yeah. then you realize that, you know, there's there's other flip side of that, or an ugly side of Especially the rising cost of uh, uh, homes. Oh, housing costs in this area yes. is ridiculous. It's yeah, have brought uh, people uh, on the streets. Yeah, yeah. When we go to a shelter, I mean, we see, you know, people really good people. Some of those right? people have jobs. They have yes. jobs. They bring the laptops, and they just need a place to stay because they cannot afford rent. So yeah. something has happened in the life, and it just it's just sad. It breaks our heart on a on a day like this, windy and cold. There are people in the east side living under tarps, right? It just breaks a heart. I didn't ask this when way. we started. Any idea how many people MCRC touches every year, every month? I don't know. Do you keep track of numbers like that? Yes, we've started keeping uh, uh, a track of it uh, because since we started applying for grants, now we do. Because, oh, yeah, they, they uh, yeah. want some accountability. Yes. So before it, uh, no one was turned out. Whoever comes into our office, our serve. We, we don't look at uh, anything. They just come for help, and we serve them with a smile. And we welcome them uh, to come again and again if they need until they stand on their own feet. Yeah, and food banks, typically, I guess I know this much about them, they do keep track of yes. people yes. and take numbers and yes. how yes. many Absolutely. You know, yes. pounds of food come in yes. and how uh-huh. many people go out, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And so are you doing that with the medical clinic yes. as yeah. well? Um, yes. Actually, the clinic itself has seen over 350 new patients every um, since we started in 2016. And that number keeps growing because every month we have new, more patients coming in. Um, and, and again, we said you guys as Muslims, you're not just serving Muslims. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, the golden rule of Islam is to love for humanity what you love for yourself. That's that, right. That is right. And that's our tagline our, uh, for, our, for our organization, uh, right? It's a, it's a saying of, the, of a prophet, Prophet Muhammad. And, that's, and so what you're doing is living out your faith. I mean, you've got to put that out there. Yeah, and say, yeah faith in action. Exactly. That's yeah. And, and it sounded like one of you said earlier, you, partnering with other churches in the area. I mean, there are networks of people who want to help yes. in this, uh, to help the underserved, the people in poverty, people who are homeless, people who are sick. Uh, people who don't have jobs, elderly that are alone. I mean, it takes us network, doesn't it? Uh, yes. Of so bless one of bless one of our churches who uh, saw saw our services, and uh, they realized that we lost two buses uh, due to some uh, okay. uh, mechanical uh, issues. Uh, they donated two buses for us. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. and we are really grateful for them. Uh, we are talking this morning about the uh, Muslim Community Resource Center, and it's in Redmond, and it's online to find out more about it, mcrcseattle.org. They're part of the uh, Muslim Association of Puget Sound. We're talking with Nikki Sheriff, Kizer Sheriff, and Nihath Sheriff. And, uh, again, online, mcrcseattle.org, on a phone number, 
1-888-404-6272. Is that got a real person at the other end of it, or is that a machine that says, leave your leave your problem here, and we'll try and get back to you? Is it? Um, it's both. Um, you know, during regular hours, right? I mean, there's so many of options. It's o- like an office. Then. Yes, that's exactly. A, okay. And they can reach uh, our manager. Right, um, you know, we keep him busy, so he may or not may or may not be able to pick up the phone right away. But uh, he, we will definitely return phone calls and and get back. And it sounds like you guys do a lot of referral. I mean, yes. you touch so many yeah. aspects of someone's <clears throat> life. I mean, from the beginning, I'm guessing, yeah. right, a, a mother with a newborn maybe who can't <laughs> yeah. feed it or find healthcare yeah. to. I don't know, burial, sir? Help somebody yes. in the dying days of yes. their life? Yes. Uh, and one one more important thing I want to mention is that. Uh, uh, we try to stop uh, people from getting evicted from their homes, so that avoids a lot of issues and problems by themselves. So if somebody comes to us saying that they're getting evicted from their home, we try to uh, pay their uh, whatever mortgage or electricity bills or whatever they have uh, temporarily so that they could stay in their own home. And uh, then after that, we follow up with what, what are the needs and direct them to different uh, uh, organizations. Uh, some of them are our partners, and some uh, probably uh, uh, the community uh, uh, organizations. So we put them through uh, through those kinds of lines so that they stay in their own homes. Because once uh, we realize they they are out of their home, things are more difficult that's, for that's them. That right. gets even worse, and yeah. they yes. need all those other services. Yeah. Unfortunately, so, so we um, tend to become the. Uh, resource of last resort for a lot uh-huh. of our clients, right? They've reached out to multiple organizations, you know, trying to be, pay their utility bills or rental, uh, the, the rent or whatever. And when all doors are closed, they knock, they come to MCRC and says, I got an eviction notice. Uh-huh. I have to pay it this by the end of this week. They reach us on a Wednesday and say, hey, we have to pay it. By. And at that time, we really don't want them to get evicted, right? So we jump in and, you know, we try to do whatever we can, you know, uh, whether it's, again, through community donations to help this person from becoming evicted, because once they get evicted, it's a slippery slope. It's really hard to go from there. And then it's a bigger cost on all of us It's a bigger cost on the whole, everyone, the whole society, right? So we try our best to, you know, do that in whatever way we can. Hey, before we run out of time, I want to make sure I ask this. So uh, we talked about doctors being volunteers. Are all these other people, like, you need, do you need, is there a call always out for more volunteers, like like you said, legal specialists, uh, yes. I don't know, people who are case yes. managers who know how to yes. help you navigate a system. Do you always need somebody like that? Yes, we always need someone mm-hmm. because without uh, our community support, we cannot do anything. And what did we, so we are going to have to wrap up. Did we leave a main point out about either the medical clinic that you run once a month, about some of the other wraparound services or, the, the, or maps in general? What do you want to talk about before the we one, leave? One thing, you know, since you mentioned end of life, I also want to mention that one of the things that we also offer is funeral services, right? So um, MAPS, which is the Muslim Association of Puget Sound, uh, has a facility where we can actually, based on the Islamic um, you know, perspective, provide provide washing and wrapping of a disease. So we've had some some people who passed away in a shelter or, you know, even gen- generally in, in, the, in the community, they don't know where to go for help mm-hmm. when some a loved one fast, fast, passes away. So again, as part of our service, we also offer that end of life thing where we facilitate, you know, funeral arrangements and everything else. Yeah. So I just wanted to add that. I, I appreciate that. Anything else? Uh, say a second time about 
Medical clinic is once a month, so it's usually the third Sunday. Third Sunday of every month. Third Sunday From of every month. From 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Okay, great. And yeah. people can find out online. Do they have to make an appointment? That's best, right, if they make an appointment? Yeah, um, we usually get full really fast, but we do accept walk-ins. Um, it really depends on how many doctors we have. Oh. Um, and we try to have two to three, but there have been times where we've only had one doctor. And can they so. make an appointment online, mcrcseattle.org, um, or is there actually, a specific one for the clinic? Yeah, so there's a specific email address for the clinic. Oh, right now, um, what we do is we ask our um, whoever would like an appointment to email us at mapsmcrcclinic at gmail.com. Say that again because people just <coughs> picked up their pencil okay. and they have mapsmcrcclinic at gmail.com. Okay, great. And they can also find them find us on the MCRC yeah. site, okay. the medical clinic. Great. It's the holiday season. Um, we want to wish all of your listeners a wonderful holiday, a blessed holiday. But you know, remember the people in need in yeah. this in the season. And again, if you'd like to volunteer, all of our volunteer opportunities are listed on our website. If there's anything if you want to help, get involved. We'd un- encourage everyone to get involved in giving back to the community. Uh, we run volunteer meetings. Um, the second Saturday of each month, if they want to show up, our schedule for the volunteer meetings is also out there. Super. And, so. and once again, I would like to say that our all services are open to everyone in the community. It's not just for Muslims, but for anyone in need. Thank you guys so much. We've been talking this morning with Nehath, Nehath Kizer and Nikki Sheriff of the Muslim Community Resource Center and their medical clinic. Thank you guys so much for uh, providing this uh, service in our area and much needed, uh, unfortunately. And a, gosh, a bigger thanks for, to all those people you serve. Uh, and like you said, at this time of year, it's getting cold and windy and, and people need your help. So thank you guys for being thank here you. and thanks for what you do. Thank you thank once you. again for having us, guys. Thank uh, you. I am Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening today. We hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community.